You are tuned in to Light Moments with Antoine Jackson, a conversational, entertaining, and illuminating podcast where we shed light on real issues through the light of God's word. New episodes every Thursday morning. Hope you tune in. Subscribe today. It is no secret that we are living in a time of crisis, a time of uncertainty. And as the Bible declares, perilous times. And so as we consider the times in which we're living in as believers, uh, it has become of greater importance that we are disciplined in our faith, uh, that we are devoted, committed to our faith. And there are certain disciplines within our faith that we ought to be um, committed to. Um, As we start talking about spiritual growth, and and I I know we preach and we utilize cliches such as, you know, uh, I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. We pull that from the scriptures and we say things like, I'm walking with the Lord and I'm growing in grace. Um, the, the reality is, is that um, for believers, it is imperative that we have um, spiritual discipline in our faith, that we are um, we are serving the Lord in worship, that we are serving the Lord um, in stewardship uh, or through our stewardship, um, certainly through Bible reading. These are these are disciplines of our faith. I mean, uh, a a believer who is not evangelizing, um, I question whether or not um, you have truly accepted your faith. And evangelism and or evangelizing does not always mean you are at the microphone behind the podium, but that you're telling other people about the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Worship. Your worship is more than just your public acts of worship, but your worship, um, your lifestyle of worship, your 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 private time of worship. Uh, But I think of all of the the spiritual disciplines that we could talk about in today's time, one that uh, is of great importance and uh, a hot topic, if you will, right now, is the spiritual discipline of prayer. And let's let's face it, for most Christians, this is one of the most challenging areas of spiritual discipline. I mean, in my own life, I'm devoting time to prayer, and I'm not just talking about praying over my food or um, whispering a prayer. Um, as before I go to bed, but but actually devoting and, and, and devoted and, and set aside time for prayer. It's one of the challenging areas of spiritual discipline. And the reality is, is that I think it's difficult sometimes for us to struggle with prayer and its importance or why we struggle with prayer and its importance is because we don't immediately see the benefit or the response or dare I say the answer that we want. Uh, You know, when when I read the Bible, um, I get the... uh, 
the the almost immediate benefit of of gaining some new insight or revelation or knowledge about what I've read. Uh, but prayer requires me um, to to utilize my faith. It requires me to utilize and put into practice my belief system. When 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 we're praying for our loved ones, when we're praying for God to remove a hindrance or an issue in our lives, um, we, we pray in faith expecting God to answer. But let's face it, we're expecting God to answer with an answer that we won't be able to control. Because sometimes we can pray about something and God, God comes through. He does respond, but he does not always respond how we want him to respond. Come on, y'all. We, we, we say, Lord, Lord, bless me with a new job. God, God, I really want to be in the place and in the career field where, I, where you've called me to be. And God, I really want to do what it is you call me to be. And in the midst of us praying that prayer, we get laid off from the current job that we're on. And now we are we are two months after being laid off and and, and and something, the Holy Spirit, I believe, brings it back to our memory where you, you prayed and you asked God to, to give you a, a career that you to, that you could work and you you were asking God for a new job. Yeah, Lord, I asked you for a new job and a new career, but I didn't ask you to do it like this. But because what happens is we pray to God and we expect an answer, but it's an answer that we can't control. We don't control how God decides to answer prayer. But even in that, we should still trust God, believe God, and be devoted to God in prayer. Listen, prayer is communication with God. It is us simply talking to God with an utterance or silently. We, you know, you can pray out loud, you can pray aloud, or you can pray silently. You can pray in a formal way or an informal manner. Uh, the, 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 the. The requirement, though, is that I'm communicating with God, that I'm talking to God about what's going on in my life. And then we know that that there are there, your body um, in can be in a certain position when you're praying. Uh, there are certain prayers that I pray that, yeah, I need to be kneeling while I'm praying them. That there's no rule of thumb, if I can say it that way. But 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 for my own personal walk with God, there are some prayers that that, Lord, I got to lie. I got to lay down prostrate before you and talk to you about this. And I, I need my face to the floor. God, I'm, I'm in I'm, I'm in, a, in a in a state of grief and and I'm, I'm 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 I sincerely need to hear from you and my body position. I want it to speak to you also because I know that you see all things. I want you to see that even my physical body, I've laid it down before you because, God, I need you to speak. To me. And so you can pray standing, kneeling, sitting down, laying down, prostrate, uh, however the Lord leads you to pray. But you but but the, the objective is to communicate with God. But I think the, the most important uh, ingredient, if I can say it that way, of our prayer time, our prayer life has to be the condition of our hearts. For the Bible says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Psalm 66 and 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So so I've got to say, Lord, uh, creating me a clean heart and renew the right spirit in me, O God. 
Father, I, I, I submit and I repent of my sins, oh God. I submit all of my shortcomings, my sins, my the weights and the sin that do so easily beset me. God, I present, I submit all of that to you, oh God, and I ask you to forgive me, oh God. I ask that you would create in me a clean heart. I ask that you give me strength, oh God. Father, I'm turning away from this sinful behavior, this sinful thought, this sinful act. God, I'm turning away from it and I'm asking you to strengthen me, God, because I want my heart to be in the right postured position so that when I'm praying to you that you can hear it. When we approach the throne of God, our, the condition of our heart has to be one that is favorable to God. And here's the thing about our, this is what I love about God. We can never fool God. We, we can't we can't fool him to make him believe that we're somewhere that we're really not. For the Bible says, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. That's first Peter three and twelve. He, he says, look, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Uh, this, this is this. This is the, when I when I regard this iniquity in my heart, when I hold, I'm holding on to evil thoughts and desires for people, for myself. Can I help you? Um, sometimes uh, the evil thoughts that we have, the iniquity that we have is not always against somebody else. In many instances, it's against ourselves. Am I speaking the word of God in my life and over my life in such a way that God will hear, that my heart will be pure, that I'll be in the right position. We have to understand that, 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 that when we pray, we're looking for God to answer. We're looking for God to, to respond. But the reality is, is that I've got to have my heart in the right posture and position. And he promises to hear me when I pray. And so in times like we're living in right now, the question becomes, Antoine, um, what do I do? How do I pray in a situation like this? I, I, it, it's so hard. There's so much going on. I mean, I, I have relatives who are sick. I have family and friends who are are discouraged, who are feeling overwhelmed, who who feel as though they are not able to move forward, who feel as though they're not able to sustain. Many of them have lost their jobs. Many of them are, are gone from um, dual income homes to single income homes. They, they've gone to from dual income home to no income homes. They, they are, their children are, are not getting all their sufficient needs met. They're, they're there without food. Some of them are without shelter. How do I pray in the midst of of a pandemic? How do I pray in the midst of a crisis? How do I pray in the midst of a time of calamity and a time um, where there's so much uncertainty and there seems to be um, so much fear and despair? How do I pray in that time? Well, we got to pull from the word. We must pull from the Bible what it says to us in these times and in these situations. Um, Philippians 4 and 6 says, be anxious for no thing. He says, he says, look, I understand that what's going on around you, but I don't want you to be anxious. He said, be anxious for no thing, but everything by prayer and supplication 
with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. He says, I want you to not focus on the uncertainties and the anxieties, but what I want you to do is I want you to get boldness and I want you to come before me and start telling me what's going on in your life. Tell me about the child who does not have food on the table. Tell me about the family who's gone from a dual income to a no income. Tell me about the loved one who's lost their life to the COVID or, or who's lost their life to some other ailment or sickness or some situation. Tell me about all that. He says, because here's what I promised to do. I said that my eyes are on the righteous and my ears are open to your prayers. So when you start praying and you start talking and when you start decreeing and declaring to me and letting your petitions be made known unto me, he says, I'm going to hear you and watch this. And when you begin to activate your faith, when you begin to enact your faith, God will be, will then begin to move in that situation. And watch this. And, and, I, and I know, I know, I know I get it because when we pray, we don't see an instant change. We don't see uh, 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 an immediate return in many instances on what we pray. But watch this. We've got to start looking for God even in the small places. Uh, I was talking to a friend. I'm sorry for getting emotional, but I was talking to a friend who who had lost a relative to the COVID virus and 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 I did not know it. He had not publicized it or shared it, but but he was laid upon my heart to call him. And so I called him and I just began to speak to him and encourage him and speak life to him. And in the midst of me talking, he began to weep and to begin to break down. And he said, Bro, I did not tell you that I lost my favorite aunt to this COVID virus. He said, he said, but but the fact that you called me, I know that you were the answer to a prayer that I prayed three days ago because I said, Lord, I just need, I just need a word from you. I need something that will help me to move on and not to be weighted down in this situation. He said, so your call came just in time. Can I help you that when you begin to pray for other people, no, you may not be the answer in that moment. You may not be the one to whom God will utilize and impart the wisdom to go and touch their life or that person, but God will send an answer. God will send somebody with a bag of groceries to make sure the kids get fed. God will send somebody to bless somebody via cash app while there are, while they've gone from a dual income to a no income. God will hear your prayers. I want to encourage you that no matter how it looks and no matter how it feels, you've got to pray. Colossians chapter four said it like this. Colossians chapter four, verse number two, Paul again is writing to the church at Colossians. He says, continue earnestly in prayer being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. What, what was he saying? He's simply saying, you got to keep on praying. I, I know you've been praying. He said, but I want you to be so, I want you to be, I, I, I want you to be committed to it. I want you to be devoted to it. I want you to stick to that thing. He said, because when you pray, he said, I'm hearing you. Hey, shataban seobaha. He said, when you pray, I'm hearing you and I'm going to respond. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't, don't, don't worry about how he's going to respond. Just know that he will respond. I know, I know, I know, I know that we think we know the best way for God to respond in every situation. We think we know how he should respond. But listen here, I have learned this if I've learned nothing else, that when I totally submit to God's will, even in prayer, that no matter how the answer comes, it always works in my good. Huh? It always works 
for the good. It always works for the good. He's because he is a man that cannot lie when he could swear by no other. He swore by himself and his word says that he will cause all things to work together for the good to them that love God, who are called according to who are the called according to his purpose. God's going to make that thing work for their good. So all you got to do is let the petition be made known. Tell them, Lord, they're hungry. Lord, Lord, they're not sleeping. Lord, my wife is this. My husband's that. He he needs this. She needs that. Lord, whatever. This is what I'm letting you know. God, I'm coming before your throne of grace that I might obtain mercy and find help in the time of my weakness. I'm coming before you and I'm letting this petition be made known that I need an answer, that I need a response. And watch this. God promises. Hey, he promised. I'm sorry, y'all. Forgive me. I'm getting happy. God promises that he will respond, but I've got to be willing to be devoted to it. I got to be committed to it, even in the face of uncertainty, in the face of pain, in the face of anxiety. I've got to be willing to be devoted to prayer. I know it doesn't feel good. I know that this circumstance doesn't feel good. I know that I'm in an uncomfortable position, but God, I'm still talking to you because I know that if I look unto the hills from which cometh my help, my help comes from the Lord. I know that if I talk to you about it, that you will not only soothe my heart, but you'll intervene in the situation. I, I know that God God, you are you are the answer to the unasked question. I know God will respond. So we got to do what Paul said in Colossians chapter four, verse two. We got to devote ourselves to prayer. Being alert with thanksgiving. Be thankful. Be prayerful. Pray. We don't pray unconsciously. We, we can see what's happening and what's going on. We know what's going on. But we have this assurance that we can pray to God and he will hear us. Pray. Ask the Lord to give you discipline. In prayer. Antoine, I, I don't I can't pray 45 minutes long. OK, ask the Lord to give you uh, longevity and long suffering to pray for 10 minutes. And I tell you this, here's how I here's how I grew my prayer life, my personal prayer life. I began to ask others how I could pray for them. Because a part of me felt wrong to sit there for 15 to 20 minutes and talking to God about what I need. God, I need you to do this for me and I need this and I need that and I don't want this and I don't like that and I don't like her and I don't like him and I don't like this. And I, but God, I need you to do this and I need you. To, no, no, no. So what I had to start learning how to do, I had to say, Lord, Lord, you know what I have need of. God, I thank you that you are already responding to my need. I thank you that you've already provided an answer. And I thank you that you've already provided a solution for me. Give me the faith to wait. Give me the faith to believe that the answer shall manifest in my life. God, I thank you that you promised in your word never to leave me nor forsake me. And then, then I, I had to learn how to ask other people how to pray for them. And so my prayers went from 15 to 20 minutes of, uh, uh, of selfish 
focused on me prayer to 45 minutes to an hour to two hours to three hours worth of time of prayer because now I'm not praying just for me. I'm, I'm, I'm praying for other people. I'm interceding. I'm, I'm in intercession now. I'm not, I'm not just doing personal supplications and petitions, but now I'm interceding for somebody else. I'm, I'm talking about somebody else's marriage. I'm praying. Uh, when I tell you talk, talking about it, I'm praying for somebody else's marriage. I'm praying for somebody else's household. And watch this. Here's what I found every single time that when I prayed for somebody else, Else's marriage, household, job, business, finance, God turned around and blessed mine. Why? Because, because, because I believe God honors our sacrificial prayers when we, when we could spend all the time talking about ourselves and praying about our own situations. But when we are willing to give over and say, Lord, help this person, God meet the need for them. And let me tell you something. There've been many times when people have called me and asked me to pray about things that we had the very same request in our lives at the same time. And I watched God manifest the blessing over in their life. I didn't get jealous. I didn't get heated, but I began to give God praise and thanks that God, you heard us when we prayed for them. And if you're blessing my neighbor, you got to be in my neighborhood. huh? If you're blessing my neighbor, you got to be in my neighborhood. So therefore, I'm going to bless you even the more. I'm going to praise you even the more. Why? Because you responded and you answered this situation. This is the time to devote yourself in prayer. Ask the Lord for discipline, to pray, to keep the faith. Don't lose hope. Don't feel like you're in despair. And let me rephrase that. If you feel like you're in despair, remind yourself through God's word that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Light Moments with Antoine Jackson. Be sure to follow us on social media. For questions and comments, email us at Antoine at AntoineJackson.org. Until next time, flip the switch or change the bulb. Whatever you do, make up your mind to shine.